Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. class on a flight from New York to Los Angeles kind of making small talk killing time flirting with the flight attendants 30,000 feet above to be Oklahoma 
Just a bunch of square cornfields and wheat farms, man, it all looks the same. Miles and miles of back roads and highways connecting little towns with funny names. Who'd wanna live down there in the middle of nowhere? They've never drove through Indiana. Bit the man who plowed that earth, planted that seed, busted his ass for you and me. Train engineer seen it all Just like that flatbed cowboy Stacking U.S. steel on a three-day haul Roads and rails under their feet Yeah, that sounds like a first-class seat On the plains of Oklahoma With a windshield sunset in your eyes Like a watercolor painted sky You think heaven's doors have opened to another edition of the patriot party podcast i am the mick and with me of course is my much better beloved and more beautiful better half v lynn hello patriots so what's going on fuckers uh i had a fun morning with yeah. leanna yeah I, I i heard yeah i heard some of it um, you heard some of i got it? pissed off and you did yeah why'd you get pissed off because it kept cutting out oh yeah, yeah yeah that was annoying that was annoying it's time for leanna to get rid of uh old xfinity no she, well she cox ha- cable she doesn't have any other options i know she's, it she's sucks in the same situation sucks we balls were it, it really blows does suck balls. because you can't do anything about your product you know one of the things uh, i mean you guys uh, i know you don't realize it on your end but like one of the things i take pride in is making it look better for instance we're trying something new tonight i, yep. I don't know if it's going to work um it might not but it makes everything a little bit bigger it makes 
the picture clear. Um, something that I'm very anal and retentive about. I, I like the, the picture being clear. I like the sound being clear. I like you to be able to hear everything. Um, like it's supposed to be heard. Um, I I'm anal and retentive about that, but you can't do that when you have a substandard internet service. Exactly. Now my problem is, as we have realized, um, my computer can't keep up with my internet anymore. My computer has my, my internet has outpaced my computer. So my new issue is I no longer have the power to push the memory or I don't no longer have the memory in the space to yeah. push the signal I want to push. And what I did was, um, what happened, why we had so much lag the last couple of days, just so you're all aware, I had the, um, I was pushing a 1080, a 1080 DP signal, um, that eats up a lot of bandwidth, but at the same time, that also requires a butt ton of server and computer memory space all at the same time to push that signal, to broadcast that signal, because you're broadcasting so many different bits of information. And uh, what essentially was going on is my computer was not being, wasn't able, I've been, we've been very blessed in the past because we always had Xfinity. Yeah. Much like Leanna, that our computer was faster than our internet. However, now my problem is my computer's slower than my internet. My internet is, you know, I, I check the speeds on it. I'm, I'm loading and downloading 100 megabytes a second. When my, for whatever reason, I don't know why my VPN gives me such a fucking hard time, but our VPN gives us a hard time, but we're uploading, downloading, uh, at a hundred megabytes per second, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And it's like that fast to the internet. Like you go on you click, you're like, boom, you're there. Yeah. Um, fiber is amazing, but the computer is having an issue. So, oh, well, it's all good. We're, we're already looking at possible upgrade options, um, and it's not really anything more than I need more memory. I, I I need more physical memory in the computer itself. So we're looking at some options. Um, so it might get even better here shortly. Either way. We'll see. What a week it's been. Um, whirlwind all the way through. And I thought what a better way to end it than it really is the flyover states of America right now because. The whole damn thing. We're, we're kind of pussing out, folks. What the fuck? I expected more. I expected people to stand up. I expected, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I can tell you right now what I'm seeing is not what I expected. We're again, once again, we're just like rape victims. We just kind of take it. We deal with it. Oh, and by the way, just so you're all aware, I was on a show earlier today. It was um, DEFCON 5. Um, and there was a guest on there that I guess a bunch of you have been requesting us it to get. It hasn't released yet, but it should be out, I would imagine, in the next couple of hours. Uh, anyway, the uh, guest that was on there was... Uh, Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. With uh, Josh and um, James Grunvig. Yeah. And anyway, long story short, I don't know if Derek Johnson is going to ever join us in the near future. We'll see. We will see. We'll never, you never know. We will see. <clears throat> I, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. I kind of might the have. The great thing about being on our side is we don't all have to agree with each other. Yeah. and I tell and you all the time, we don't live in an echo chamber. That That is the most important thing. But um, 
All I know is I got a, a text message from her while I'm at the gym. She says, hey, remember, you're going on with Josh at three this afternoon. And oh, like, and don't fuck this one up. <laughs> and I was like, don't fuck no, this up. No, text message. I called you. And well, no. And then and then she called me like, I don't know, I, I guess it was like at 2.30. And I was right in the middle of all the shit I had to do for this workout. And it was ridiculous. And she goes, hey, um, by the way, are you home yet? And I'm like, no, why would I be home? I'm, I'm still at the gym. I'm almost done. I'm like right in the middle of like the most important part of what I'm supposed to be doing. And she said, well, you got a show in 30 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I live five minutes from the house. What's your point? And she's like, well, you got to get home. I was like, think, take right. a shower. All right, whatever. And I still didn't. But anyway, yeah, um, we'll see. I, I, I'm just letting you know, it, it didn't go over. It did not go over the way I think he was expecting, but I, I, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not, you're, you, you don't, you're not one to pull your punches. I, I disagreed with what he said. I, I, outside of that though, I think he's right on the, the money, but in the broad spectrum and what he was talking about, in the about, context of the topic, the specific topic, I was like, about, it's impossible. You'll, you guys, will, I'm, I'll post it in the telegram when it's released. Like I said, should be in a couple hours and uh crazy Chuck with a K because he was asking, what show are we going to be on after this? I, I got to type it in. I need the actual link for the show because okay. he can't find it. Well, nor... it's, it's not, it's not live. It's pre-recorded. Okay. But what's the show? Hold on one second. He wants the show. I got you. It's pre-recorded, but it's ghosts channel, but people want to still tune in, check it out. So you all are aware it is not a live show. It is a pre-recorded show. So you will, uh, it won't come out probably tonight. It'll probably come out within the next one. I think on Monday, he normally puts it out. So either way, you will, you'll be able to see it in the next couple of days, but we will definitely drop it in here tonight because Chuck was begging for it and I will do it. Yep. Not a problem, Chick. Chuck, we'll get it out there. Um, and, uh, uh, come on, Leanna, that's not going on right now. You know what's happening. She's in her, uh. I'm she's texting at, ghost. she's at her period. Come on. There was no afternoon delight. I had a better chance of having afternoon delight with Rosie Palm and her a five friends. A little too much information, babe. Thanks. Well, I'm just, Leanne is acting Jesus. like I got afternoon delight. No, I, I no. didn't get any afternoon delight. No, he got blue balls. Thank you. <laughs> That's what happens. Thank you. Yeah. It's just what it is. Okay. So anyway, uh, what, but again, what a week we've, we've seen everything the gambit this week and it's gotten worse and nothing's getting better. Um, one of the big things that I'm, I, I don't know how to talk about this without absolutely wanting to rip, um, every part of sensible intelligence out of my skull. However, the Biden administration awarded an $80 million contract that prohibits GPS use for monitoring of illegal immigrants. Oh, yeah. So the phones that they were given, <laughs> the GPS was turned off to never be turned back on. Now, they still check all of your phones. But, but if you're an illegal immigrant, what a fucking deal. Seriously? I mean, I'm so considering, like, flying to Mexico City, you know, I speak a smattering of Spanish. I can get a good tan. Just walk our asses over the border, collect $2,500, a free plane ticket, a, a an untraceable phone. And we asked to go back to Georgia. 
Exactly. And then we we'll live here. Take, take a vacation. As a, illegals. I, I just, I cannot believe this. But the border's closed. I mean, you're technically part Mexican. I am. We can make it work. The border's closed, though, folks. Yes. The border's completely closed. It's secure. Don't worry about it. Secure. Told you it's secure. It's secure. Because, you know, <clears throat> you know, we're just. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. The border is closed, folks. But literally, he awarded this. And we're finding out a little bit here and there, a little bit more here and there. But one of the big things we are finding out is that, of course, somehow the Biden family is related to it. Yes, of course. The Biden administration is spending nearly $80 million on a new system to monitor illegal immigrants that prohibits the use of any GPS technology, a decision that experts say will make it impossible to locate the whereabouts and release after the release into the United States. The system, according to the government records reviewed by the Washington Free Beacon, is meant to track illegal immigrants via monthly check-ins via phone. So they're supposed to call in. <gasps> Holy shit. They're supposed shit. to call in. They're supposed to report Holy in. Holy shit. Hola. Uh, 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 monthly check-ins via phone. Migrants released in the U.S. interior aged 18 to 19 are eligible for the program. Any GPS monitoring that would give exact locations such as ankle monitor tracking is expressly forbidden according to the contract. Now get this, folks. Understand this. Because this is absolutely fucking retarded on so many different levels. You know what they are? Because if me and her go to jail tomorrow for anything for January 6th, and we are released within 24 hours that if you do not believe for one fucking second that we will not be attached with an ankle monitor if you don't think we're or have a monitor. fucking chip shoved directly up our fucking ass that is what is going to happen to us but will it be like but, a butt plug with a jewel but, at the end no 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 it'll be completely not fun oh, it'll not, have little spines fun. and spikes on it <laughs> It'll be like using Yikes. a fucking pine cone in reverse to wipe your ass with. That's a rough one. Yes. Let's not do that. So this sort of thing is po is popular among the left. It sounds great. But in reality, these people and the programs will likely never be deported. Former actor, acting director of immigration enforcement, Ron Vitello, told the Free Beacon, there's nothing at the end of these programs. They don't report in. That's it. They're now a fugitive. Very, very true. But a fugitive that we're not going to seek out in the next two years. A new program for illegal immigrants contradicts claims of the Biden administration that the federal government is investigating a sophisticated monitoring program for illegal immigrants during the worst border crisis in U.S. history. When Republicans lawmakers criticized the White House over reports in April that the immigration authorities were providing cell phones to illegal immigrants upon their release into the United States, the White House defended the conduct, saying phones assist the government in monitoring illegal immigrants. How the fuck is that possible? How is that possible if you've turned off the GPS functions on the phone? Not only that, 90% of the fucking people that are doing it are walking in. They're getting their government-issued phone. They're taking the SIM card and tossing it. Why? 
because the government can't track them even if they could. You know what they are? You know what they'd be perfect for? And I, I shouldn't even say this. I shouldn't even put the idea out there. They could ship them to every swing city and drop them off at NGOs and they would be the perfect mules. No geolocation tracking on their phone. Shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> the object is not to give them more ammo to fucking fricassee our asses with. The object is to keep those little bastards exactly where they belong. I'm just saying, if I was Stacey Abrams, that big fucking fat cow, I, I'd be I'd be asking for him to uh, to come to Atlanta. Uh, T. Cross has been in here a couple times. If you go to jail, will you post it on Telegram, please? Absolutely. You're damn skippy. Why wouldn't I? I'll post a give, send, go on Telegram if we go to jail. <laughs> we go to jail. I, I, first of all, there's a lot of shit that's going to happen prior to. You're going to hear about it in the mainstream media long before you even hear about it from us. But um, I, I, I completely agree that fuck it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We need to. These look, the shit that's going on, we can combat in a apolitical, non fucking nonviolent way. All you gotta do is start videotaping your encounters with these people. If we start videotaping our encounters of FBI agents saying turn your phone off or no, you're not allowed to record me because this is a government issue. There are things like that that will fuck the government. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on. I have the perfect example of that. Give me just a second. Um, Those are, these are important, nonviolent fucking steps that we can take now. Even the Americans in 1775, just after the Boston Massacre, okay? John Adams, brother of Sam Adams, who was defending the the 12 British soldiers who fucking fired on the Americans, mind you. John Adams used this same idea, this same idea of being offensive instead of defensive in the thought process with recording. He walked around with a fucking scribe for the longest time that listed everything that took place to him while they were walking. I think that that is what we need to do. I think videotaping people in our situation, for instance, going either being raided or being taken away in cuffs. I think we should do that. And I think that speaks a lot as to what's going on. It gives us video evidence and proof that we are being arrested, targeted. And you might be, even be able to catch some of the charges in there because they're going to have to read the warrant to you at some point. And if you're smart with your phone and you have a way of recording, you could record that shit out and then post that on the internet. And the more and more people that do that, the less and less of this you're going to see. I, I'm being serious because the government doesn't want to get caught. People say shit in the heat of the moment. Some of the shit that they say in the heat of the moment is like really bad. 
like you never want to hear it as a defense lawyer or a prosecution uh, lawyer. You never want to hear those words. For instance, a cop who's being brought in in front of a jury for a really big case, right? And the cop happened to use the N-word. That is something that destroys cases because it obfuscates what the case is about. Because immediately, because the police officer on camera used that word, now it immediately is a racist, it, it, no matter what the case is about. It could be the worst murder case in America. But because the police officer at the time, in the heat of the moment, used that word, it now is about race. And it's the same with this. If we start doing that as the right, as people like, for instance, the other night, Mike Lindell is a perfect example. If Mike Lindell had videotaped that encounter or had somebody in his vehicle videotape that encounter with the police, that would have been fucking key. We need to start doing that. While Mike Lindell posted, <laughs> Emerald Robinson got the copy of his Substack. We're lagging again. Hold on. Here we are. Yeah. There's, uh, what is running? Nothing. That's what uh, I was looking at. Get rid of that Get rid of the music. Yeah, quit that. Yeah. Watch out. Let me see this. Okay. We're trying to fix it. Stand by, folks. We are lagging. We realize that. We're trying to fix it. Okay. We're, we were talking shit. So Mike Lindell um, or Emerald Robinson put this in her, stubs, her sub stack, his grand jury subpoena. Okay. And it was dated September 7th, 2022. Dear subpoena recipient, an official criminal investigation of a suspected felony is being conducted by an agency of the United States and a federal grand jury in the District of Colorado. As a subpoena recipient, you are not under an obligation of secrecy. However, we request that you not disclose... here the system is catching up to itself okay hopefully we're back take the vpn off yeah or put it back on we're still lagging well give it a second okay we we're trying to we're trying to fix it fix it right now folks give us a second right now i seem like somebody was it looked like um more or less attacking me hmm. because now i have a oh an email from express vpn yeah Excellent. Someone's trying to get into our screen, into our stream. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be the first time that's happened. And right now I am dumping, uh, rendering. My rendering time is fucked up again. Mm. What Fun. the fuck is going on? Uh, okay. Sorry, folks. Well, let me keep reading this. Yeah. Okay. I'll start over. Um, all right. However, we request that you not disclose the existence of this subpoena for an indefinite period of time. Although the law does not require non-disclosure unless a court order is issued, we believe that the impact of any disclosure could be detrimental to the investigation. 
If you do not believe that you can comply with this request, please notify the undersigned assistant United States attorney before you disclose the existence of this subpoena. Thank you. Okay, we're going to we're going to we're going to leave real quick. Um we'll be right back. Give me one second. You want to play an ad? Yeah, we can do that. Give me one second. I got to I got to fix this folks or this is going to get worse. Yeah. Um yeah. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer, and it won't last long, so order now. Okay. I don't know if that's going to work. We'll I see. tried. Well. It's getting worse. Fuck, what the hell is going on? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Like, it is... Fuck, this is ridiculous. No shit. This is like the worst I've ever seen it. Oh, now it says it's better. Yeah, I hope it's better. Um, but we're still lagging in like superheroes. Okay, well. Fucking weird. Fucking weird. Mm. Holy shit. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Me neither. All right. Anyway, okay. my, our bad. All right. Well, um, and there it goes again. So weird. So Tucker had uh, a bit to say about the migrants that were dropped off in Martha's Vineyard last night, which of course has been dominating the news cycle. Obviously. Uh, which it is has to. A distraction, but it's hysterically funny at the same time. It is quite funny. And actually what he fucking said is actually. Uh, Honey Badger, no. My pillow is made right here in the United States. Any other devices in Minnesota, actually, the unnecessary programs running, etc. No, we actually checked that, and uh, yeah, I don't think so. Um, check with the oldest son, see if he's doing anything on the internet, please. Okay, because you know, he loves to jump on there. Oh, I'm just gonna do it, and he doesn't think that it's screwing other crap up. <clears throat> Because we're still dumping frames. Like, it is a ridiculous render frame rate that I can't control right now. That's my phone. Yeah, I know it is. It, it, like, it's up at 15.5 milliseconds. Normally, it's at two. I don't know. Fuck. Who knows? This shit's crazy. Okay. All right. So anyway, so yeah, Tucker talked about it last night as the the migrant crisis has become just abhorrent, of course, because all of a sudden these migrants are now showing up in places, waspy neighborhoods like Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. And um, the wasps have a problem with it. 
Finally, a happy story for once. Outbursts of irrepressible joy erupted throughout the exclusive island community of Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts last night. For hundreds of years, Martha's Vineyard had suffered from the soul-crushing effects of its own whiteness. Island residents understood there was only one cure. They badly needed diversity. In fact, they often said so. But despite their very best efforts over many years, diversity never came to Martha's Vineyard. It was tragic. Imagine an 18th century British frigate adrift on the high seas with no limes. Sailors slowly going mad, convulsing, dying excruciating deaths from scurvy. That was Martha's Vineyard. Except it wasn't lime juice they lacked. They had plenty of that because you can't make a gin and tonic without it. What Martha's Vineyard lacked was diversity, which is to say strength. Martha's Vineyard was a very weak place. As of yesterday morning, that island was 89% white, monochromatic, and utterly homogenous. Nearly everybody there was a rich Democrat. 80% voted for Joe Biden. The median home price was over a million dollars. And then, in a single blessed moment, everything changed. Relief arrived from an unlikely source. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, having made his own state of paradise, decided to help other states desperately in need. So yesterday, DeSantis sent 50 illegal aliens, most of them from Venezuela, to the Martha's Vineyard Airport. They traveled from San Antonio to the Florida Panhandle and finally to their new home on Martha's Vineyard. CBS Boston reports that after landing, the group wandered about three and a half miles from the airport into town, thereby instantly improving it. You can imagine the unrestrained jubilation on Martha's Vineyard tonight. Long-suffering islanders finally rescued from their own oppressive whiteness. In fact, let's go there now to check in on the celebrations. Well, that's not expected. Obviously, there's been a mistake. Now, our, our producers are telling us there are no technical problems. That is, in fact, a live shot from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts right now. But where were the weeping, joyful crowds? Where was the champagne and the ticker tape? We expected Times Square on VJ Day. What we got was a cemetery at midnight. What? But maybe it's not so confusing. Maybe things aren't as they seem. Our first clue is Barack Obama. Barack Obama is a part-time resident of Martha's Vineyard. Obama is also, of course, as you know, the country's greatest proponent of diversity. For years, Obama earnestly told us that immigrants were better than Americans. They were holy. They make our country strong. America is and always has been a nation of immigrants. Throughout our history, immigrants have come to our shores in wave after wave from every corner of the globe. Every one of us unless we're Native American, has an ancestor who was born somewhere else. That's what makes America special. That's what makes us strong. The basic idea of welcoming immigrants to our shores is central to our way of life. It is in our DNA. So that was basically the whole presidency right there for eight years, Obama hectoring us about diversity. But he didn't just talk about it. He spent his two years in office making certain that places like Des Moines, Iowa and Portland, Maine became much less white than they previously had been, because as he so often told us, whiteness is bad. It's a disease. So we recall being a little confused when we read that Barack Obama had spent $12 million to buy an eight-bathroom oceanfront property on Martha's Vineyard, which is one of the whitest places on earth. Really? Martha's Vineyard? Why not Baltimore or Gary, Indiana? Is there really no real estate left in Detroit for the Obama family compound? There's got to be. What's going on here? We didn't know. And then in 2019, Michelle Obama explained it to us. Listen to this. 
we grew up in the period, as I write, of called white flight. Yeah. That as families like ours, upstanding families like ours, you know, who were doing everything we were supposed to do and better, um, as we moved in, uh, white folks moved out because they were afraid of what our families represented. And I always stop there when I talk about this out, out in the world because, you know, I want to remind white folks that y'all were running, running from us and you're still running <laughs> because we're no different than the immigrant families that are moving in, the families in Pilsen, the, the, the families that are coming from other places to try to do better. And so, yeah, I felt, I feel a sense of injustice. But you're a dude. So there she was reminding white folks who badly needed reminding that the Obamas are, quote, no different from the immigrant families moving in because white people hate them, too. They're still running, as she just said. So that explained it to us. The Obamas were, in fact, despised immigrants. So when they moved to a $12 million seaside compound on Martha's Vineyard, the point is not to live in luxury with other rich people. No, obviously, the point is to diversify Martha's Vineyard, to strike a blow for justice. It made sense to us and we felt better. But then last night happened and we started to rethink our assumptions about the Obamas, about a lot of things. Because a plane load of highly diverse immigrants arrived on Martha's Vineyard to join the Obamas. But the Obamas didn't welcome them. There was not a word from Barack or Michelle Obama. Barack wasn't waiting at the airport to greet the diversifiers with flowers. He didn't issue a statement of congratulations. He didn't invite a single Venezuelan to his home. How come? Could it be that Barack Obama isn't really actually in real life in favor of diversity at all? Could it be that Barack Obama strongly prefers blonde soul cycle moms in Lululemon to sweaty third world campesinos in dirty work pants? Could it be? We can't say. No, he doesn't. Like but we can tell you that if you want to find out what people really think, go ahead and ignore what they say and watch how they live. And by that measure, the one that matters, Barack and Michelle Obama are every bit as bigoted as any board member at any restricted country club in the Deep South, assuming those still exist. Those people? They're not dating my daughter, I can tell you that. So in other words, we learned this week that Barack Obama really is a racist and not in the way you've always assumed. Obama may hate white people, he certainly seems to, but he also demands to live around them and only them. But the Obamas, to be fair, are not alone in this. His friends at the news networks in Washington, New York, and Los Angeles feel exactly the same way because they're exactly the same sort of people. CNN, for example, spent the day interviewing people connected in some way to Martha's Vineyard. Turns out that precisely none of them were excited about the plane load of Venezuelans. One of them, the state rep for the island, even blamed this show for the sudden blessed surge in diversity. Watch this. Ron DeSantis and Republicans might want to play political games with people's lives. I believe that's incredibly inhumane to be using women and children and families as a political pawn that you can then talk about on Tucker Carlson and pretend to be tough on immigration. Wow. So see if you can follow the argument here. When penniless illegal aliens show up in Brownsville, Texas, one of the poorest cities in the United States, they are noble strivers. They're looking for a better life in this country, and we applaud them. Good luck in Brownsville, newly arrived immigrants. But when these very same people jump the moat and get a free flight to Martha's Vineyard, it's something else entirely. It is, as the state rep just told you, quote, playing political games with people's lives because it's dangerous. These immigrants could wander into a clam bake by accident or worse, much worse. Earlier today, CNN anchor John Berman, who's got fired, by the way, this morning, this morning, 
John Berman interviewed noted filmmaker Ken Burns. Burns is famous, but sad, exactly the kind of middle-aged prestige hound who spends an awful lot of time looming around Martha's. Wow. Yeah, so we, we played that segment last night, uh, yesterday. Um, Thank you. Yeah. That is, uh, that's disturbing. That is just, I, I mean, how is that not, remember, that is not hypocrisy, people. That is not hypocrisy. Hypocrisy would say that you admit that it's going on. They're not even admitting it's going on. No. That's straight just tyranny. They don't care. They don't give a shit about us. They're making it prevalent. They they see the point. They're like, I don't fucking care about that. Fuck them. I mean... They can deal with it in Brownsville, Texas. What does Brownsville, Texas have that Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard doesn't? How uh, dare you? Uh, housing, apparently. Ooh. No, 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 they don't have housing. Um, I, food, water. This is so retarded. No, this is not, such not a so dumb much. argument. Um, here's the question, though. If it's a sanctuary city a sanctuary state which it is which is why they were sent there exactly the reason that ronda sanchez sent them there sanctuary state have them yep um why why don't why don't the people there just have them come work for them and live in their homes there's only 50 of them you can't tell me there's not 25 mansions on Martha's Vineyard that could use a gardener and a housekeeper. Try like 125? Exactly. Put them to work. They went there. They want to work. You want them? Put them to work. Prove us wrong. Well, that's that's very racist, Todd. Why? They, they want to work. I bet they will, too. They'll yeah. work harder than anybody exactly. else there. Damn Skippy. He loves to do that. Are you absolutely effing kidding me? No. So he agrees with it. I, I mean, that's my only thought. He has to agree with it. Yeah. I went to the gym, you fuck. Leave me alone. Jesus Christ. Oh. In case you don't you think they have tons of open lawns crazy, for tent cities. Justin plays with our main light every day. Very true, Leona. He, Very true. He changed the changes the mode, changes the color, turns it on in the middle of the night all the time. It's crazy. So craziness. Yeah. But uh, this is nothing new. They're, they're again, pissing on your back and telling it, telling you it's raining. Yeah. No, no. You're, you're like legitimately taking a leak on. No, no, no. It's raining. Trust me. It's raining. Why? I work for the government. Trust me. That's all they have to say. And they think that that works. We're not stupid. We're not stupid. These vulnerable migrants were reportedly misled about where they were headed, told they would be headed to, to Boston, misled about what they would be provided when they arrived, promised shelter, refuge, benefits, and more. These are the kinds of tactics we see from smugglers in places like Mexico and Guatemala. Well, it's funny because you've been using the same type of tactics. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait what what did you, you just say, Nick? Flo- oh, no, no, no. Into upstate New York. Westchester. No, no, yeah, no. West it wasn't Chester. even fucking wasn't even upstate, upstate New York. It was Westchester. It was right. Westchester yeah. Airport. 
Why? Because I've flown in there on several occasions. Many a time. I know Westchester Airport very well. Yeah. It's actually very better. It's a lot better if you're heading north of the city like 90% of the time we were. However, they, they flew him into Westchester Airport with no- At two o'clock in the morning. At two o'clock in the morning where nobody could see them. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. What is the difference from what Ron DeSantis just did by flying a bunch of immigrants, but he did it. Oh, wait, I, I, I know what the difference is. He did it at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Dirty Mobhead and and company did it at fucking two o'clock in the morning where nobody could see it. Well, yeah. That's the difference. Well, Hillary Clinton weighed in on it. Of course, that waste of absolute human space did. But is that, that's not even. That, I don't even think that's her. It doesn't look like her, honestly. Look, you all tell us. You tell us. That, is that does Hillary? That look like her? Oh, and she's on MSNBC. She doesn't she's even look like her body double. Like, I don't know who that is. Maybe that is. Her. Well, yeah. Maybe that's Chelsea on like, you know, dressed In up. In a mask? You know, because, yeah, look. Yeah. Look, you can see. Yeah. I can see the line. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. I think, Joe, you have uh, laid out the craziness of the time in which we're living, where some politicians would rather not only have an issue, but exacerbate it to the extent of literally human trafficking, as you said. And so many other Americans, I happen to believe still the majority of Americans um, are good hearted and generous. And when people end up on their doorstep in need, they're going to respond. They're going to feed them and house them. Cray cray. Can we send him to Chappaqua? Cray cray. Uh, no shit. Why haven't we landed a plane in Chappaqua yet? Right. She wants him, right? Let him. Let him. Let him come. You. You're. You're. So. Uh, all right. So think about what she said. So some states not only want they, they have this issue and they want to exacerbate it. Okay, because they're drawing attention to it. That's exacerbating it. So she's. She's like. We, we created this issue for you. You just need to sit there and deal with it. That's it. We don't want to talk about it. Just want to sit there and deal with it. See, uh, man, oh, fuck. That just, uh, just doesn't make any sense. Why not share the love? Well. Why not share the love? Why not make it hurt on both ends? And I'm using that completely as a, I agree. A, a play on words. I agree. Why not? Why not? Because according to uh, morning, Good Morning in America, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're outraged. And the Biden administration did task a Vice President Kamala Harris with the issue of migrant crossings, naming her the so-called border czar. And that was just two months into the new administration. And here are the facts now. Very little new policy has come out of the White House since that decision. Since Harris was named border czar in March of last year, she made her first and still only visit to the border three months later. The plan devised by the White House was to address migration in Central and South American countries. At that time, there were 188,000 in migrant encounters in July of 2021. One year later, that number has jumped to just shy of 200,000. Hmm. See, I, I don't know, folks. They're this is weird. They're on each other. They're, 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 I, I told you, wait, Camel's, just wait. They, I mean, they literally the Democrats that are going to eat worse. themselves. They're going to eat themselves. Just wait. Patience. Right now, what we need is a great bit of patience. 
We just have We've to wait. So much patience. I know we have. I know we I'm have. So done being patient. I, I I know we have. I know we've had patience. Like I'm I'm so I'm, I'm just so saying that like right now everything is coming to a head. I know. I know. Everybody knows it is. Everybody can see it. Everybody can feel it. There's a snap and pop in the air. Everybody feels it. There hasn't been a soul I've talked to that has not feel. Their crackle too. Might be. Might be. I think they're waiting on a, a snap, crackle, and pop in the air. That's it. Are we making Rice Krispies treats? <laughs> We're making the good Rice Krispies treats. We're making the good ones for the kids. Rattlehead smells piss and cabbage. I, I know he does. <laughs> Pam Dye, thank you so much for the cookie, man. Uh -huh. And uh, I believe Trash Man Green, you were like our first one smacking it out of the park right off the bat. I got to go way back to the beginning because you gave us a cookie and I appreciate it, mm -hmm. sir. We never forget to identify you folks. So mm. uh, we, we appreciate it. But Ron okay, DeSantis so decided, he's, you know what? He's, I'm he's just going to want to be quiet. I'm just going to let him have it. Yep. Here you go. Little DeSantis. And he, he did strike again. I also uh, was a little bit um, perplexed when I heard that the president is scrambling to get his cabinet together uh, to try to address the fact that you have governors who are helping to relocate illegal aliens to sanctuary cities. Now, he, he didn't scramble to get his cabinet together when we had millions of people illegally pouring across the southern border. He didn't scramble to get his cabinet together when you had 43, 53 migrants die in some trailer in Texas because they were neglected by the federal government. You didn't see him scramble to get his cabinet together when we had Americans that were victimized by criminal aliens that he led across the border. You didn't see him scramble to get his cabinet together when we hit record fentanyl deaths, which that fentanyl is coming across his open border. It's only when you have 50 illegal aliens end up in a very wealthy, rich sanctuary enclave that he decides to scramble on this. And so I think what we are doing, I think what we're continuing to do is use every tool at our disposal uh, to insulate the state of Florida uh, from the negative ramifications of his reckless border policies. And yes, that involves helping with transport. Uh, it involves suing on catch and release, which we have done. It's involved making sure that contractors are held accountable if they're facilitating this into our state. And we have a statewide grand jury that's looking at different types of practices that may be going on in the state that's exacerbating the problem. And so, uh, the end of the day, this is a massive policy failure by the president. This is a massive and intentional policy uh, that is causing huge amount of damage all across the country. And it's all rooted in a failure to take care that the laws are faithfully executed and to fulfill his oath of office. And so instead of scrambling and worrying about a bunch of rich people and having 50, and oh, by the way, they already bust them out. They're gone. They said, they said we want everyone, no one's illegal, and they're gone within 48 hours. Uh, and so why not actually 
look at what's going on. There were more Acela corporate journalists in Martha's Vineyard today than have ever gone down to the southern border to look what's going on. Why don't you go down there and look what some of those communities have to deal with every day? And thank you, Ron. Um, very well put, very well worded, although a little wordy, I think. Um, I, I, you well, don't you have know to, you, you know, no, he doesn't have to sell what he did. What he did was epic. If I could give him the little sunglasses in a, in a fucking joint right now, I so would. However, at the same time, he has to feel or take a little responsibility on the chin for this one. Because the next time one of those people rapes or kills a young girl, um, we're going to start looking for who did it wrong. This is could be something that turns around and slaps him right back in the face. That's true. And he was a part of that. Remember, I, I'm not against this. However, I don't believe the best way to draw attention to a problem is, is to spread that problem, something that you can't prove, something it, it's an intangible negative that you cannot prove. So for instance, let's just say V-Lane comes across the border and I can't prove that V-Lane is a serial killer. I can't. However, she goes on a fucking killing spree wherever she ends up. And I was the governor of the state that this, this person entered in. And I put V Lynn on a bus and I sent V Lynn to Boston or to Martha's Vineyard or to New York city. I did that at some point. I have to take responsibility for doing that. If Ron DeSantis wants to carry or carry the holier than thou mantelpiece into 2028 or 2030, 32. then or 32, Ron DeSantis then needs to start that now. Well, my two cents. As far as the wordiness goes, I was going to say we've we've all gotten used to two minute or less clips. Um, part of our problem is our attention span. Touche. So I, I'm, you know, I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I I'm can okay agree with, with that. Um, and I, I agree with you. He's, he's going to take responsibility. It brings in mind uh, Trump and the jab, which is funny because you just said something to me the other day about that. Yep. What did you say? Because I think it's important. I think everybody needs to hear what you said right now this week. And well, let me let I'll, I'll get to it because it second, is Friday. Actually. It is. I'll get to it in a second here. Um, when I was on Leanna's show this morning, I was talking about how everything we've seen these past couple weeks, the queen, because I think she died a couple years ago. Um, that's just me. But uh, when they did that deep fake right at, during the election season, during the 2020 election, I think that was I think. I think she died then, but that's just my opinion. Um, but them rolling out her, you know, the grandeur of her funeral. And uh, I mean, it's been distraction after distraction, right? It's taken up the news cycle. Um, even, you know, Biden stepping in and being the hero for the railroad thing. And now this. So if this is also a distraction, DeSantis and Abbott shipping more migrants, but especially DeSantis to Martha's Vineyard. 
the timing is just so convenient. Odd almost. Exactly. Exactly. Just doesn't fit. So the question is, what is it a distraction for? Or or from. It's not necessarily for. Okay. It can be from. What is it a distraction from? Uh, Trump won the election in 2020. Um, No, the queen most definitely existed. I met her in person when I was a child. Um, Anyway, but- uh, What are you talking about? You sound like you have Tourette's. Trump won the election, said, I don't, I apologize. Trump won the election in 2020, said, I I don't think she ever existed, meaning the queen. Okay. It was an imposter. Uh, She was a hologram. Um, hmm. Sparky boy, I'm quite a bit, but 10 days of darkness morning in the UK. (laughs) I doubt that, Sparky. Anyway. Come on, dude. (sighs) You're drinking to fucking heart's content right now. (laughs) Actually, I don't know if you are. Because King Charles has- King Charles has scared the shit out of me in the last 24 hours. He's scary as fuck. But what's come out- Did you hear what he said in Ireland? Probably wants to depopulate half the country. No, no. He said said in Ireland, while he was in Northern Ireland, Mm -hmm. he said, when the plan is complete, I was like- Oh, what plan is that? What exact plan are you referring to, Mm. kind king? Okay. Good to know. He doesn't like pens. <laughs> so true. Oh, um, what plan? That what is plan? my point. Yeah. When the plan is complete, is what he said to the Irish people. I thought it was hysterical because my cousin sent me a little link, and he said, "This has got to be fucking nuts." And I was like, "Is it? I, I mean, are we really crazy here in the states?" Or are we? Did you send your cousin a link to our show? No, no, he's known. He's like one of the thirty-five listeners that we have in Ireland. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Hi, Sparky's like what up, cuz? Two is Sparky's like two of seven that I know of that li- listen in Scotland. So okay, we have an actual pretty big following over there. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, we had someone I uh, um, and we have Brits too that listen yeah, to us, yeah, which Craig, is even Craig crazy. Yeah. And uh, apparently, uh, what, what what did he say? He had a he message. Wa- he, wants to to be, he wants to be punch number two. Oh, he wants to be dick punch number two. Yeah. Were you with the SAS, sir? That's my only question. Okay. But anyway. So if you were, down with it. Back, back, uh, and welcome back, Sparky Boy. Good to have you back. Um, in the last few days, few weeks, and we'll get into the very specific details of this, uh, but a whole bunch of stuff has come out from both the study in Israel that they tried to cover up. Uh, showing that the effects of the jab are both not rare nor um, short-termed. In fact, they were still ongoing when the study completed, so they don't know how long they last. Not Um, only that, there's tons of information coming out about ivermectin, um, how successful ivermectin is, how successful other remedies were that we were told were, oh, that's just crazy. It's horse paste. How would you take that? Oh, we'll, we'll now get to we're that too. finding out that there's like a 98% survivability rating associated with ivermectin. Um, hmm, that goes against what the CDC told us. Um, but in the UK, it just came out that it was like one in 72 or 78 people um, died. No, it was uh, jab in it was one in, one in 66. It was one in 66 and it came out in Germany. 
No, no, this came out from the, this just came out in the UK. No, no, it came out in Germany. I know this morning, one in 66 have died with the jab. Yeah. Well, this came out in the UK uh, last week. So Germany's a different one. Here it is. The culling. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was the same title for the one in so, uh, Germany. This is the expose released this in, uh, on September 11th and the queen died on the 9th. So, uh, government publishes horrific figures on COVID vaccine deaths. One in 482 dead within a month, one in 246 dead within 60 days and one in 73 dead by May of 2022. But you don't hear a whole lot about that. No. And those no and then, numbers are kept quiet for a reason. And then the CDC, because, and I think this was a result of, probably a result of Thomas Renz's lawsuit because that, that slide that we did a whole episode on, like our third maybe our fifth episode when we did with Janet, the one that kicked us off Spotify. Yeah. Um, when we dug into the the leaked slide of uh, the side effects from the vaccine, even before it rolled out, we did that in December of 2020. A couple slides after that, there was a whole list of places that were supposed to analyze all the data and track all the side effects from the jab to make sure it was safe and effective. And none of them did it. And it just, the CDC has just now admitted that, no, they didn't track any of that data for the yep. first year. Just like Israel didn't track any of that data for the first year. They weren't allowed to. They were told not to. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And so that, that's what I think the big cover up is. And what I said about Trump is right now, right now, Trump needs to come out and say, and it might now, it might even be too late since the CDC has said they didn't track the data for the first year because the fact that they didn't and it rolled out under Trump Hmm. That adds more questions it really to, about Trump. It so, really does. But honestly, he, Trump, he you got to come out right now. Right now. I mean, he should have come out a week ago and said, "Look, the CDC admitted they lied. They lied to me too. The jabs are killing people. Don't get them. Stop. Stop taking them. I'm so sorry. Um, this. This is. This is on them." What's the latest date that you think Trump could come out that America would still conceivably believe that? he didn't have anything to do with it. It depends if he's, if he's proactive instead of reactive. I mean, I wouldn't put a date on it. It just depends on when they change the narrative fully. Um, you know, now this, it's coming. This Harvard study comes shows that the jab is more dangerous than COVID. Yeah. Um, it, it's common knowledge that the boosters were tested on eight mice. Seven of them died and got COVID. And the eighth, and the eighth one, one they, they killed. killed. So, I, I'm just saying that I I think they're it's it's getting real real close. Where do we where do we draw the line? We talk about it, but where do we draw the line? Seriously, at what point are we done with it? I mean that we can stand up and say, you know what? As an American, I'm not even putting up with this anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got a question for everybody because this is serious. And it was really funny because it was brought to me, I think, by one of you all. I, I got a message, and I can't find it now. Um, somebody sent me a message and said, hey, wait a minute. What about when – what about nine months from now? Not even nine weeks from now. And I was like, nine weeks from now? And seriously, that puts us right smack dab right back into the middle of flu season. So what happens then when they come back to lock down your city, when they come back to lock down your town, 
When they come back to lock you down, what are you going to do? Well, you know, I, I asked this question. Hold on. I asked this question with all seriousness. What are you going to do? Are you going to be silent? Are you going to let this happen to you? Because I have to, I, I've got to know that I'm not the only one that's saying when they told us the last time that we were locked down, I got my truck the next morning, went right back to work. Yeah. I, I don't know about you all, but I went right back to work. I work in the service industry, so I get it. We were deemed essential. I don't know why. Because everyone was home. They needed their garage doors fixed. But I, I can tell you this much. I, I asked the question, what are you going to do when your kids can't go back to school? What are you going to do? When they're telling you for the umpteenth time that you have to put a mask on, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and just keep silent? Or is that it? Is that where we fuck around and find out? Because I've got to be honest with you all. I've been waiting. I, I, I've been sitting back waiting because I know where my tolerance level is. They passed my tolerance level last year. Oh, yeah. I have just been patiently waiting. Because I know I can't do it on my own. But I know I have to have everybody else behind me. But how do I do that? How am I sure that you all are just as pissed off as I am? No, start a podcast. Why not? To reach more of you fuckers. Look at that. We got tons of followers. Great. But are you pissed off? Are you done with this? Are you done with all of the bullshit that we're being fed? We are being fed a lot of bullshit right now. How do I know that? It's funny. Well, hold because on, real quick. hold on before we even get into that. I just, I want to, I want to bring this up because it's a point about something that you made a point of. Okay? okay. About flu season coming up. All right. Australia being on the other side of the world, wherever you believe that is, um, their season is the opposite of ours. So they are, they're essentially six months ahead of us, right? They're, they're coming out of winter right now. We're going into fall. They have come through or they're still in the worst flu season that they've ever experienced. I was looking for the Substack that uh, someone wrote on it um, in an in interview with a doctor in Australia. And he said, this is the worst they've ever seen because people, immu people's immune systems are just completely decimated. And of course they tried to blame it on the fact that they've been locked down for two years. So they didn't interact with anybody, but that's, that's not it. They have no immune systems left because Australia, very much like Israel, is very, very compliant, very highly jabbed, although not so much on the boosters. Again, like Israel, I was surprised to see that Israel is only like 60% boosted because even they were catching on. Um, but uh, they're seeing deaths, like thousands of deaths a week, which in Australia is is huge. Their population is significantly less than ours. You, you know, I, I, we're looking at thousands of deaths a day right now. I, I put this off for a while and I haven't talked about it yet, but I put something together 
and it was really funny. Um, it, it, and it's not funny. It's actually very disturbing, but it's really odd because the queen just died. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, one of the, one of the countries the queen hated the most was Australia. You got to remember what was sent to Australia. Go back and look it up, folks. Australia was considered a prison population. Yeah, it was. It was a prison. It was a prison island. 80% of the population of Australia was Irish people that were taken out of Ireland that were rising up against the British Empire. There is a whole lot of history that dates back. We have, in my family, in my family alone, we have 17 branches alone that are in Australia of my family because they were the original O'Reilly's that were removed from Ireland. And the way they removed them was they sent them to Australia because it was considered a prison colony. Trump won the election. Look up and see what, uh, what the death levels were like in Australia two months ago. And I can I'm tell you right now, under a hundred a day now are, um, one of the primary people in our family. And it's um, non COVID related deaths, not COVID deaths. Uh, one of the primary people in our family, they are um, a doctor in Australia and he is kept in touch with me and he talks about this all the time. He said the worst part about this is we're not even, we're, we're only touching the surface on what's going to happen when the next flu season hits. And he's absolutely right because look at the deaths that are happening now. And it's funny because the queen just died. So I kind of connected the two together and it's a real long shot. The queen was never very fond of Ireland. She wanted Irish protection, but she didn't like Ireland. She supported sending the Irish to the prison island of Australia. She supported all of that. And now the Irish are being wiped out in droves, the ones that are left over in Australia. And it's crazy that all of that is happening. And yet Australia is just as, as in much, as much mourning as Ireland and England. And yet these are the people they were directly targeting. Like the queen put like a staple on it saying, Hey, look, these are the fucking people you kill. Got me? Like Trump, make it happen. Trump won the election said the, the highest they've ever had is, is about 157 deaths in a day. That, that puts a, a, about a thousand a week. Yeah. What I said. It's within that, that area. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've been, they've been destroyed by it, but it's, it's another perfect example of this. And the only reason I bring this up and the reason that I bring up the whole fact, because believe it or not, they've used this ploy before. No, in a week. I said weekly. What do you mean they've used this ploy before? Oh, they have used this play before. Why? Because look at our voting. Our voting is like an echo of what's going on with COVID right now. Well, how do you figure? Right now, for instance, if you remember back in the day, what was absentee voting used for? I mean, back before the absentee military. voting became a big thing, the right? The military. Military, military and who else? There was deployed and um, that disabled. The, disabled the actual, or older people, yes, right? That ninety percent. Not even the older people, just that's truly disabled. Ninety percent of those people voted Republican, so it wasn't a big deal. That's that's not a big deal at all. 
we're going to talk shit. Watch every liberal. They were talking shit about mail-in voting. They were talking about how it was corruptible. Yet flip the script. Fast forward 15, 20 years. Now they're all about voting, mail-in voting. Why? Because now they can control what the outcome is in an election. There's a substack that was just written. Um, and actually this was a story also that was published in the New York times. And it was by Adam Liptak error and fraud and issue and absentee voting rises Tallahassee, Florida on the morning of the primary in August local elections board met to decide the absentee ballots to count and which ones to count and not to count. It was not an easy job. The board tossed out some ballots because they arrived without Signatures were a rejected one that said see inside the signature should have been there and it wasn't and it debated uh, whether the ballot signature on the envelope didn't quite match the one in the county files. This R does not look like that R. Good point that they started with the R's and there's a reason for that because you draw your R's a very specific way. I'm glad that they started out with that in this article because if they didn't, I would have thrown this article away and said that's all bullshit. Scenes like this will not play out in elections next month, though, because Florida and other states are swiftly moving the voting polls placed towards voting by mail. The last general election in Florida in 2010, 23 percent of the voters cast absentee ballots up from 15 percent in the midterm elections the year before. Nationwide, the use of absentee ballots and other forms of voting by mail have tripled since the 1980s in the accounts for the most 20 recent votes. Yet votes by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, more likely to be contested than those cast at a voting booth, statistics show. Election officials, almost 2% of ballots cast by mail double in the rate for the person voting in person. Hmm. What have I been saying since the beginning? Um, you know who else is voting by mail right now? Who? The railroad workers. Hmm. But what have I said since the beginning of this? Vote in person. Yeah. Vote on the day. One of, day. Uh, one day. Yep. It's one fucking day, people. Yep. It's one day. You can make arrangements for one day to go vote. Um, but go vote in person. Don't do this bullshit where you send your ballot in. If You know what? There's a lady. Um, she does a YouTube channel. I'm trying to remember her name off the top of my head. I can't. Great lady, very nice, very polite, not like me, doesn't cuss, doesn't swear. So if you want to play this at work, you can play it at work. But she lists out the reasons. It should be a national holiday. You, it lists out the reasons. It will be if I'm president. I, I, I will tell you all that right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, no bullshit, all bullshit aside, it will be a national holiday that you will be allowed to go vote and employers will not have a choice. They will not, it will be illegal for an employer to try and tell you that work comes before voting period period done killing this because that is the most important thing on that day however there she's this lady she's out there she's talking about the mail-in ballots and everything else and one thing they're they're counting on this year and i found this out in a very weird and backwards way they are counting on us patriots. The Republicans are. Of course they are. Why are they counting on us? To show up the day of. To watch the ballot boxes. Oh, well, that too. That's what Republicans are counting on. They're counting on patriots to pick up the slack that their people can't pick up. 
So we're required to go watch the ballot boxes. Yep. Because they know we'll do it anyway. Because we know that they're going to try and steal this fucking election again. Of course they will. How many other people, how many of you all believe for one second that they are not going to try and steal this election? Of course they are. Nancy already told us anybody. Literally, Nancy already told us they were. I'm down for the argument, but how many, this is going to be stolen again. My, I, I agree with these groups and I've seen a couple of them. I haven't seen many here on the East coast of Georgia. However, if you're out here, I'd love to interview you, but I would love to find out these groups that are going and posting up at polling stations because I would love to get involved. There is that. We will podcast from the polling station all night long if we have to. Oh, yeah. We'll live stream Just from the Kroger parking lot of Wilmington Island. Just to keep a fucking camera on the polling box. Yep. Yep. Um, let me address this real quick. Trump, Trump won the election said, uh, Australia's done better, and this has gone back to the, the daily deaths. Australia's done better for us in that regard. The U.S. would have, would have almost 4,000 deaths a day. Uh, Please come watch the show on Sunday because we're going to dig into the numbers. That's our special on Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, but uh, I'll tell you right here in Savannah, I track the obituaries because the government actually has on a 13-week lag on posting the actual uh, death numbers. So you have to try and find them other ways. But just here in the greater Savannah area, we have right now we're averaging 8,000 deaths a month every 30 days. So that's 2,000 a week. Um, and that's in a small city of under a million people. So just under, but just it, under a million people. It um, is a, a smaller city in yeah. that aspect. So, um, I, I think that 4,000 deaths a day is a lot more than that. Yeah. I, I, I think that we're undercounting the deaths. Yeah. But, but anyway, election, election experts say that the mail-in ballots will affect the outcomes in the fall beyond in the contest in the next month. Um, in close elections and lawyers in the margin of litigation. The grounds in which they will be fought is not for the hanging chads, but for the ballots cast away by the voting booth. So what they're essentially saying is that our vote, our vote at the voting booth doesn't carry as much weight as it used to, which I have to argue and say, you're right. It doesn't because you made it stealable. And it wasn't us and it wasn't the Republicans that did it. I mean, I think some rhinos were involved, but it wasn't Republicans that did it. It was the fact that Republicans were silent about it. They let it happen. They didn't say anything. We can't afford to be silent anymore. If you get treated differently when you walk into your polling center than someone else of a different ethnicity, you you need to videotape that. You need to be quick on your phone. You need to set up apps where you can just press a button and start recording. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, that's illegal. If you are being treated any differently than anybody else in the polling center, that is discrimination. They cannot do that. Yep. It doesn't matter whether you're an R, a D, an I. We don't need to steal this election first, as someone in the chat said. We need to ensure that this election is accurate. Hold everyone accountable. Exactly. Uh, On the spot, not two years or three years or four years later. That day. 
That means you're calling the cops. That means you have. Has there been cheating in the primary? Yes. Most definitely. I, I believe there has. Most definitely. I believe here in Georgia it's alone. It's been proven that there was cheating in the primaries here in Georgia. I, there were people that fucking did shit in. Um, there was uh, one lady. Leanna said, get with true the vote. Okay. I, I'll give that a shot. There I was, haven't even thought about that. There was one that. lady That's good point. in Georgia that um, in the primary election. They said she only got like, I don't know, it was like less than a hundred votes or something like that. And she went and looked at it county by county and it said she got zero votes in her own county, which was impossible because she and her husband both went and voted for her and they went and dug into it and found she actually won. She actually won the vote. Yeah. She won and now she's out of the primary and she's into the general election. Yeah. So it is possible. We just have to. And I, I hate to, I hate to say this because Trump's right. Trump, Trump won the elections, right? I got to say this. We've got to do the dirty. We've got to be out there videotaping, videoing and preserving what takes place on election night. And we have to do it with our cameras. We can't trust the cameras that are out there. So I, I have a plan. I, I have a camera that is of very good quality. And I completely plan to go out there and tailgate at the fucking poll booth all night long and run my camera all night long videotaping everybody that comes up to that ballot box, ballot box, not the poll booth, the ballot box. And, and I'm going to sit out there. I'm going to watch it. And Hey, you want to come hang out, come hang out. But we'll I, tailgate. I, I think that is the best option. I, I don't see another way of doing this. And it's sad. It's scary. But honestly, what other choices do we have right now other than full-blown war if we make it to that? Because I got more bad news for you. If you think the left is going to let this go without a fight, you and I need to start smoking the same drugs. Because I can tell you right now, there's no way that they are not, they're going to remain nonviolent through this. Speaking of, well, that's interesting you say that. Um, play this clip from Trump. Because they are way more violent than we are. I can tell you that right now. But I am down for a little fisticuffs if it comes to that. You know the old saying, a prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich if they want to. I'm just asking, if there is such a prosecutor and they indict you, would that deter you from running for president again? I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. And as you know, if a thing like that happened, I would have no prohibition against running. You know that. you've already. I do. And that's what I want people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena. It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems, big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not, they will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. Well, I got to agree with you on that one, Mr. President, because I don't think we will. I don't know what the cutoff is for everybody else. I know what it is for myself. If a blatant they, disregard for the law if they is want, all it takes to set me off. If they want kinetic action in the streets, which they do, all they need to do is perp walk a Trump body double somewhere. Or, or Whether or not they arrest him, they just put it on TV. Trump. It doesn't even matter. They don't even have to get him. 
I mean, yeah, Trump, sure, but they don't even have to get him. They can just perp walk a body double. I, I, folks, I, I don't know. What's your all's take? I, I, I don't like talking to an echo chamber. I like to hear what y'all have to say. That's the reason we're here. We're not here for us. We know what we think. I, I just wonder what y'all think. I mean, cause I'm with Liana on this. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of waiting. Let's go. Let's do it. But September 24th is not getting further away from us. Okay. We all know that something is going to happen September 24th. We have no idea what, but something I just, I called uh VLAN yesterday morning. It was really <laughs> funny because, uh, I, I was driving around for the first time in Georgia and I always denote this because I think it's important because it starts to show a change in season in Georgia. And it's very hard to catch a change in season in Georgia until you live here. You don't realize how hard it is to catch a change in season in Georgia, but I work constantly in a truck. I'm constantly driving around. And when I drive around and my windows are down and the AC is off, that is a fucking huge deal to me. Huge deal because that means it's finally cool enough that it doesn't feel like you're sweating your balls off before the sun has even come up fully. And in Georgia, that's a big deal. True. And the other day I called VLAN and I said, I, I told her this was right after 9-11. It was like a couple days after 9-11 and I was driving around. And I called her. I said, this feels very 9-11-esque. It really did. Because if you remember 9-11 at all, one of the big things about 9-11, it was a fucking gorgeous morning. Beautiful, perfect day. It was day. beautiful, perfect. I mean, there were some light clouds in the air, but nothing huge. And it was gorgeous. And I can tell you right now that that's the way it felt the other day here. And I called her. I said, I, I, I just have this feeling. My hair stood up on the back of my neck. It was, again, it was a snap, crackle, pop that we've been talking about that you feel in the air nothing happened thank god but it was just that feeling we all are getting that feeling i think i mean i like to say it but i don't i don't know about everybody else we'll see i mean something's coming i just don't know what or when well i think we're gonna do this first yeah 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 it's that time And then we've got humor to follow, so it will yes. be funny. Yes. Hey, by the way, um, because I forgot to add it, and she's now sent it to me, so now it is technically 100% my fault. Uh, okay, well, if you're doing something else, I'll hit that first. All right, you hit that. Who's the ass? Whoa, there's no, I, I didn't know we were going to get all hateful like that. Holy I shit.
Sparky wants to know if he should build a steroid-fueled midget for Mick to fight at UFC Nuremberg. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Who wouldn't want to do that? I mean, seriously. Holy fuck. Fantastic. Okay. Is Nuremberg going to be an actual like uh, UFC event, or is this just like some shit you're playing on your video game? Just his wondering. Shit on this video game. It would be funnier than fuck. I mean, I'd enjoy the fuck out of it. That'd be hysterical. To watch. Yeah, right. But um, no, continue. Jesus, what is? Oh my god, my computer is just fucking running like dog shit right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Running like dog shit. Um, let me go to because they put it somewhere, and I was smart about it. Like I normally am. Yep. And now you can't find it. Did you put it in podcast picks? No, I'm pretty sure I put it on the. Um, I'm pretty sure I put it on the desktop. I got to find it because. Uh, I'm trying to bring it up because I want you all to see it. There it is. Boom. Got it. All right. Got it. All right. Okay. Of course, we're lagging like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea why, because we never lag. Okay. Boom. All right. Well, that was put way behind where I wanted it. Oh, you have to make it smaller. Well, thank you, Kevin. Obviously. You're welcome. We had a conversation. She's such a obvious, Anytime. obvious person. Yep. All right. There we go. Boom. He can sit right there. We're going to put this in front of us for a minute. Okay. All right. So. There you go. So that is the information for Justin's ride. Um, this is who we're doing it through at, um, out in Vegas on October 2nd. It will be 4.20 p.m. Um, we're going to meet up at, at 3 p.m. at Crank and Grind. It's 721 South Main Street in Vegas. And you can rent your bikes there. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to rent a bike um, and ride with us. Uh, we're going to do a couple places. And then the final place will be our last um, where everybody's going to be meet up at. So check it out. Uh, this is where we'll be. Um, I'm going to have, uh, I, I already talked to James. We're getting Justin's banner, the cannabis and combat banner. Um, it is going to be, uh, I've got a thing I can attach to the bike that can put a, a flagpole basically above the bike. And we're going to run that up my bike and it'll ride behind me. So I'll kind of lead everything to, I don't know how, because I don't know where the fuck I'm going. But he'll so, be riding Justin's bike. So that's appropriate. It will be funny, but uh, we have the, we'll have the cannabis and combat flag out there. Um, it will be a blast. I am going to wear my um, GoPro. Um, so 
y'all be able to hopefully check it out. Um, we're going to keep this up. So if you're in the Vegas area or you want to attend, just like I said before, let us know. Not a big deal. Um, we're going to have enough for everybody. They're already making sure of all of that. So hopefully everything will work out. Yeah. Either way, that is October 2nd. Um, uh, we will, I'm flying out Wednesday, Thursday, next Wednesday, next Wednesday, right? Yep. This coming Wednesday, I mean. this coming Wednesday, this, this coming Wednesday, I'm flying out. Um, and I'm helping James with the remainder of what needs to be set up, which isn't much, but, uh, he's going to need a couple people there to make sure it make, it, it goes off without a snap. So, yep. um, and VLAN will be following On shortly the thereafter and, uh, about a week later. We'll do, uh, we're going to do show still, Ten days later. um, I'll be calling it in, but we'll be doing shows still. So yeah. Yeah. I'll be doing a show except for the days that I'm traveling. We'll yeah. still be doing a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, we might not be doing shows out there when we're together because I'm not going to have her drag all the equipment out there. So that might be a little, little lapse on us, but we'll be on, if we're not on our channel, we will be on We The People Radio. So you'll be yeah. able to check us out there too. So go check out We The People Radio because um, we will be on there doing stuff with them as well. So we're going to try and keep you all involved as best we can. We're going to broadcast all his channels. Um, we're going to make it work the best we can. All yep. right. Anyway, people have lost their minds everywhere. I, I, really? Yeah, really. Play this clip while, uh, while you take this bong hit because this is. <laughs> That's a hip. Somebody broke a hip or a pose. He's like, stand up oh, so I can There's another hip down. injury. Oh, that's a face injury. This is hysterical. What are they speaking? Sounded like boyo. <laughs> All right, Sparky boy. Oh. Your mission, should you choose to accept it or not? I they, I... I <laughs> I don't know. I need to see a fucking UFC fight with these three douchebags in there. <laughs> Come on, Sparky. You can do it, dude. Yes. You can fucking do it to where one blows on the Old other one and he fighting. falls down. That shit is fucking hysterical. Old people fighting. That's great. All right. So... Ah, more economic news. Let's talk about. Is that Peter Booty Judge? That is Booty Judge. That is Booty Judge. Yes. He's finally coming through. He took he took a break from nursing his newborn. He apparently can't find the to go uh, on CNBC. He can't find his um, what you call it uh, the his uh, formula, apparently. Which I don't understand because isn't he the director of like the National Transportation Board and all that shit? But Dude. apparently he can't find. On, the, on that day, it looked really tone deaf. I mean, what, what you're telling me, so just stick to the script. The economy is great. The border is secure. Our cities are safe. Wouldn't it no be one's better, pretending wouldn't all it be better to just be honest? Wouldn't it be better to just be honest with the American people about the soup that we're in right now? And, and we can all try to deal with it together instead no, of no, just... Nobody's saying, that our, nobody's saying we don't have any problems, but if you don't pause and recognize the meaning of one of the most significant pieces of legislation so far in the 21st century, just because we also have a lot of other problems we're contending with as a country, then, then I think you're, you're really 
feeding into a narrative that's, that's uh, you know, pulling America down and holding America back. Uh, of course, we have a lot more work to do in the fight against inflation, uh, in, uh, in the economy, and a number of things that, uh, uh, that need attention. But, but if we just ignore the significance of legislative achievements that some people thought were dead and buried uh, just days before they actually happened, if we ignore what it means to have created 10 million jobs, most of any presidency in the history of the republic, uh, if we ignore the momentum that has been built, then uh, then we're not doing our part to to, to support people it, who are going to help us uh, with the it next. Wasn't named, it wasn't named the Climate Act. It, you, you deliberately and some people would say erroneously named it the Inflation Reduction Act, and you're celebrating it on the day when again we had 40-year highs in inflation. And you know how that affects people that uh, you know on the low end of things. It, it's like the most insidious problem that that you know an economy can face. And it's just right. to and be the, celebrating course, the worst on that thing day. About, it, it just, the worst thing about inflation is that it means people are paying too much by definition uh, for things. And what this bill does is allows people to pay less for things, paying less for energy, paying less for these home retrofits, paying less for prescription drugs, uh, paying less for insulin if you're on Medicare. As you know, Republicans successfully blocked us from getting $35 a month insulin to everybody, but we were able to get it to uh, Medicare recipients oh, and uh, even sake. paying less for electric no vehicles. So uh, this is part of the fight against the effects that inflation. Hey, hey Pete, uh, we don't need your excuses, all right? Seriously. You, you fucking suck, dude. You, wow. you haven't been able to do, sh if anything, what I found, and I don't know about you guys, I, I don't know how many people you all talk to on any given day. Any given day, I'm at eight or nine people's houses, all right? I get to talk to that many people a day. I, I think that's a gift. I don't think that uh, it is a folly on several different days because I go there for the wrong reasons. But I'm given this opportunity to interact with eight to nine different, and, and they vary in social economic classes throughout the U. You know, wherever you are in the spectrum, and I get to interact with these people, and I consider it a gift because it kind of gives me an idea of what's really going on out there in a swath of America that maybe most people in my position don't get because they are so insulated. You know, a lot of people say that American journalists, and I, I didn't understand this until recently, but a, a lot of you are going to go, you know, I always knew that, but I didn't apply it. But a lot of people outside of America look at America journal, American journalism as a joke. And the reason that they look at it as a joke, because of how much money they make. It's not about journalistic integrity. Because when you're making money like American journalists make, like stars make, like people in movies that actually provide something to the human experience, um, they don't. Their job is to report something that's basically already written. All you have to do is read what's on a piece of paper. Yeah. Listen to the, the and you're a journalist. news and they all read the same script. Obviously, they don't write it. Now, it's weird when you find the journalists with independent thought. But it's even more weird when you start looking at this problem that we're having currently in this country, which is journalistic integrity. I would have to argue amongst everything else, above everything else that's going on, journalistic integrity is our big, one of our biggest problems that we have. 
you know, I think that the slow disintegration of paper journalism, papers, actually getting the paper has significantly contri- contributed to the problem of journalistic integrity. I, I I can't speak to that, but what I, I think is the biggest problem is if you offer, even if you offer a salient, a salient, something can be proven, a viewpoint that you can prove. If you offer that in argument towards a journalist, automatically you're considered fringe and you're probably a fucking conspiracy theorist today. Yes. And all of that. But that was how journalists got their best stories back in the day, but they were written and printed print journalism. I'm telling you they're written and printed and they were held accountable because they couldn't go back and change it. Now you print a story online and And 24 hours, you can change it 13 times. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's no holding them accountable. As long as redactions and rejections are printed and consumed within the amount of time that's required. (laughs) And you can just scrub the internet and, you know, get rid of it and not find it again. You have a a paper, a print. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Hmm. Why do we print all of our stories? Because it's the way I used to read the news. And exactly. And how many times... I just saw one the other day. How many times have I found a story that I've printed and I've gone back and it's been changed online? Just the other, a couple weeks ago, there was one that said 17 when I printed it and it was 16 online. Yep. Uh, Well, I print it because we, it keeps the part that we print out. I mean, that is a part we keep folks. If you believe that we take these papers and throw them, we don't know. I have boxes. We we have boxes boxes of papers papers all over the place. Yes. Of stories that we printed that we talked about here. And some that we didn't get to talk about because like if shit goes backwards, we've got a printed copy of what we talked about. Yep. Where it came from. I, I, I think that's important because, you know, Justin, it was funny because I, I I just listened the other night. I, I I can do it now about 20 minute segments. I do like 20 minutes of listening to him. And one of the things he talked about was the video. One of the things he was like, if you don't know Justin, one of the things he was most proud about uh, was all of you. And I don't say that to suck your dick or tell you that. Well, everyone loves a good um, flowy, but okay you know, that I'm, I'm some God's gift to anything. Cause I'm not, but I tell you this because he told me this, he told me one of his crowning achievements, honestly, is both sides of this, both on the pill or at foxhole and on Twitch. He had gained such a following. He had so many people that came back every day. He said, one of the things he told me, he's like, dude, when this Twitch thing takes off for you, don't worry about remembering people's screen names. I said, how? I said, cause I was like confused. How do you memorize? And I didn't realize. Cause you get to know people. Yes. And you get to like, because we're a family. if we meet in, in person and Lindsay 1776, she will tell you about it right now. I was constantly calling her Lindsay 1776. Cause I don't know how to call her just Lindsay. 
I had no idea. So if we ever met in person, Sparky boy, if your real name isn't Sparky, too bad. we're fucked, dude, because I am going to call you Sparky all night long. I'd be like, Sparky, come here. I- I'm dead serious. It is just the way it is. CLB, you're really fucked because that's the only way I'm going to know you. I'd be like, hey, CLB. So I hope it's around where your name is. But I- I'm dead serious. This is... This is how we've, he, he was that serious about it. So one of the days he took me up and he showed me, uh, when we were out there, he showed me this wall. He had a, just past the screens. You can't, you couldn't see it, but he had like a, uh, it was a cork board and some other stuff up there on the wall. And, uh, he had printed out like his top 10 comments. He had you all rated. He had you in a top 10. I will not release the top 10. No, I got to see it. I was allowed to witness it. That was it. I can't tell you about it, but he had y'all rated both on the pilled side and on the fucking foxhole side and on the, the Twitch side. I mean, he, he had it. It was, it was awesome. And it was, but he, he was just like, dude, this is like what I love. He's like, I touch all of this. And I was like, that is something I've never, ever thought about it that way. We did this. We started this because we were so tired of everybody being right to the touch, but they couldn't spit it out. They couldn't go over the line. They couldn't push it that last step further. They couldn't say what they felt. And I was like, what they really felt. If we started something like this, we would have so many people listening to it because this is the way we feel. Yeah. This is the way America feels. And this is the way we see things. And I, I mean, y'all know me. I like to spin out these crazy conspiracy theories and yet they, they come in logical steps. I laid out for you how I could see it happening. I see the writing on the wall a lot and sometimes they don't come true and sometimes they do. And sometimes we're still waiting. But I mean, this is why we started this. And Justin just told me, he's just, he's like, dude, this is what, this is why I did this. And I was like, what? And he's like, and he picks up the sheet and there y'all are. I was like, holy fuck. He's like, he's got it all like rated out. I was like, wow. I was like, he's like, these are the, these are the folks. Like it changes all the time too. And I said, damn, I've never, ever thought about doing that. But it, it, that's what this does. That's what we are. That's why now after all of this, you know, if they've got Lindell's phone, I've already heard Four people have already been questioned by the Bureau that were on Lindell's phone. So I'm sure they're coming here soon. So it's just a matter of time. Surprised they haven't knocked on the door yet. Uh, we're, we're saying it now. We're, we're pretty sure it's going to happen. This yeah. is like sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. But mind you, Mick only just changed his driver's license and I haven't changed mine yet. He only changed his because he had to, to um, get something else done. But um, guns, folks, guns. Because in our old county, where we still have a storage unit, the dump was free. But in this one, it's not. So I still have my driver's license. So when I go to the storage unit, I need to, you know, drop shit at the dump. I just drop it there because I still have my old driver's license. It's fine. Um, but the people that are currently occupying our old address are they are staunch liberals, super liberals from Connecticut, uber 
Oh my God. If the FBI showed up at that door, that would be so freaking hysterical. They so, might have a heart attack. You know, they're like quadruple jabbed. They, 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 what if they raided the house? Holy fuck. And mind you, Oops. they, they insisted that we take everything out of the house. Like normally, like normally you leave behind paint, sample, you know, extra paint cans of, you know, paint around the house. And we just freshly painted, you know, extra, painted, I, extra I had tiles, things, folks, you know, folks, things like folks, that. We had, no, we no, had very specific tiling done. Everything so out of the house. I had pieces of the tile specifically set aside because if I ever lost the tile, this is how I'm going to fix, fix it, it because I've got the tiles left over. Super I was going to yep. leave all of that, right? Like backsplash in the um, kitchen. You and, know. and we have, and they, they don't sell it anymore. You yeah. can't oh, no. go pick it up. Yeah. So I, I was leaving it just in case, right? I was trying to be nice about it. Nope. Here you go. This is all the paint I've used on the house. This is all the paint I've used inside the house. Mm -hmm. This is uh, the stain that I used. Um, you know, I was just trying to be trying respectful. To be nice. yeah. Trying to be nice, right? Nope. No. They didn't want any, out. any of it. So the day of closing, there we are. It's like five o'clock in the morning. We're with loading two pickup up. trucks. We loaded up two pickup trucks. We drove down to the dump and I got rid of all of it. Well, I kept some of the night, the tiles cause I can. And I was like, out of them and stuff. have fun. Cause I'm done. These people, so this was so bad. BS. I, I I thought it was so exactly. Tile belongs to the home, not the owner. I, I, I they didn't want it. They wanted nothing. They didn't want nothing. nothing in the house. That was fine. I got so rid of it if all. The FBI raids there and like looking for stuff from us. There's nothing of ours. Absolute not a damn thing in that house of ours. We took everything. The everything. only thing I left was, was the Robin Noel sign because yeah, you can't get rid of it because you can't get rid of that. But the cameras. Are there? Oh yeah, yeah. All the like the ring camera because that was part of the deal. The ring cameras and the, the security cameras are there. But guess what? They don't have. They can't access them. They can't get to them. Nope. Good luck with that. Yeah. It's a wireless there? system. Sorry. So I guess we could probably look in and see if the FBI showed up there. No, I I took the box, so it oh, wouldn't okay. broadcast. I was going to say anyway. I, I so. took off the. I mean, because I they the didn't want box. any of it. And I was like, oh, okay. You don't want any of it. Fine. This is coming with me too. Yeah. I took all of it. Oh, there is something left in one of the walls. <sighs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> what was that? A 308? Yeah. Oh, there's a 308 left in the uh, no, exterior. No, 556 left in one of the exterior walls. Yeah. I couldn't get it out. So I just plastered over that shit and painted it. They'll never know, though. They'll never find that. <laughs> Unless they look through that two by four that it went right through. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the text message You're I got funny. today. You're right, Lindsay. <laughs> she goes, she she says to me, she goes, hey, um, when you go on this show this afternoon, don't fuck it up. Everybody on our show has been asking to have this guy on. I was like. Derek Johnson. Okay. I was like, Okay. And I was like, don't fuck it up. Okay. So when I went in, understand when I went in, I had been sitting there listening in the green room, so to speak, for a hot minute. And it, it, it wasn't, it's not that I, I, I disagree with him with his end state. I don't disagree with how he gets there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, 
we'll see. So anyway, I'll still reach out to his people and see if he wants to come on here, but we'll see how he is about it. Um, some people are very staunch and, and like to live in an echo chamber and that's their prerogative personally. Yeah, it's just not I like a little debate every once in a while. That's why we argue every day. Anyway, um, these, these people have taken to arguing as well. They have. So yeah, let's, let's try and get back on the rails here. Because we do have another show to do at like 8.30. So. I mean, you're talking about a reduction your next quarter in what I thought you were going to make versus what you're making. Well, it says a, to me, don't buy back shares. Well, uh, you know, don't we, buy back shares. Yeah, we are, you know, we are, we are reviewing all our cost actions right now. We're reducing our CapEx uh, quite significantly this year. And, you know, it's a, we think it's allocation of cap, uh, cap, capital. Is, this is a good use but, of our capital. But 548 was the estimate yeah. for, uh, for second. You're going to think you come in at 275? Well, you know. I mean, that, that's <laughs> got to be more than just Asia service. No, no. Uh, we, are, we are seeing that the volume uh, decline in every segment around the world. And so, you know, as we started our second quarter, uh, every, the weekly numbers are not, not looking so good. So we just, you know, we, we just assume at this point that the economic conditions are not going to be good, but it basically allows us then to fully, you know, go into cost management mode and, um, and take those actions that we can, we can then, you know, restructure uh, FedEx in a different Rush, way. Rush, are we going to a worldwide recession? Well, I'm not an economist, but, you know, no, I'll, I'll, you know more than economists. Come on. They don't uh, they just push papers. You actually look at papers. Well, I, 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 I think so. I think so. But, you know, again, these uh, these numbers don't portend very well. U.S. in the last few weeks is bad as China in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah the uh, the U.S. Uh, consumer uh, has, you know, definitely spending less. But, you know, the. U.S. has been somewhat insulated because the U.S. dollar is, uh, you know, is a is, is the currency of choice for the world, and there's some insulation there. But you know, I do see the U.S. is slowing down too. Uh, that is uh, absolutely fucking horrible. So after he said that, the FedEx stock dropped like a fucking tank, and almost everything else followed it. Him saying that we're going into a worldwide recession, I think, tipped us over the edge. I mean, okay. we were already well, there, but it won't be a recession. You all do it's realize a depression because right? we're already in a recession. Thank you. Thank it's you. a depression. One more time. This has been a weird day. Yeah. I've agreed with you and Josh. That's insane. Fucking usually like, Josh to and I the agree, core. but you don't agree with either yeah. of us. Wow. 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 Um, this is impressive. This is a scary one though. I there. It's all scary. It's all it's fucking all scary. scary. I know. Hold on a second. I got to clear my cash again because fuck. It always does this. Give it a second. There it goes. Boom. We're back up. All right. <laughs> fuck up. I know why this is doing this tonight. Again. We're, oh, we're shit. This has got to be. I dumped all the extra shit off it. This has been since they came and buried the line. I wonder if we need to have a technician come out and check out the line. Maybe they crimped it somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'm just thinking out loud here because yeah. holy shit, this is bad. It keeps fucking buffering like superhero. Shouldn't be doing that at all. But it plays our videos just fine. Yeah. Weird. Okay, we got a news alert from Washington this morning. The Biden administration releasing a report on the government's role in digital assets. I'm going to get straight over to Elon Moy this morning who's got the details on that. Elon. Andrew, the White House is issuing the government's first comprehensive framework on digital assets. It says the goal here is to mitigate the downside risk of a volatile industry and harness the benefits 
where proven. Now, the Treasury Department, Commerce, the DOJ and the White House all contributed to this effort. NEC Director Brian Deese told reporters, quote, without proper oversight, cryptocurrencies risk harming everyday Americans, financial stability and our national security. Among the recommendations, the Fed should keep exploring a central bank digital currency, which the White House said could offer significant benefits. On climate, the Department of Energy and the EPA will consider tracking the environmental impact of crypto and developing performance standards. There is also a big focus on illicit finance. The White House is weighing whether to ask Congress to amend the Bank Secrecy Act and other anti-money laundering laws to specifically reference digital assets. And Treasury will issue risk assessments of DeFi and NFTs in 2023. So this is a follow-up to the government-wide executive order that the White House had released back in March. The crypto industry worked closely with the administration back then. We'll see how it responds to what feels like a more skeptical tone today. Guys, you can think of today's release as the blueprint for regulation down the road. And the White House is making it clear that regulation is coming. Back over to you. Yeah, regulation is coming. And there it is. And there it is. We're going to a crypto dollar. Yep. The dollar right now is the lowest I've ever seen it. Ever well, seen it. And they, they claim it's strong. <sighs> strong where? Strong they, for fucking they, toilet they paper. They claim it's strong. Fuck that. Um, it's just saying. Strong. Strong like my bunghole. Mm-hmm. Oh, more dibby from a bunghole. Oh, more dibby. More dibby. But I got, but I can't because I've got. What flames coming out of their butthole? Yep. Which one am I going to now? Um, No, go to the. I don't care about those three. I, I'm done with her anyway. Yeah, go to that one. Because this one's scary, too. Uh, this is scary. And we talked about this a little bit ago. We did. Or a couple days ago. Oh, we did. He talked about it a couple days ago. But now there's actually senators talking about it. North Dakota Senator Kevin Kramer tells One America News that plans by credit card companies to track purchases of guns and ammunition amounts to an unacceptable infringement on people's Second Amendment rights. One America's John Hines has more from Capitol Hill. Credit card companies, sir, have uh, announced a new merchant category code mm-hmm. that will track the sale of guns and ammunitions. A lot of people think this is a way to start, uh, in essence, a gun registry, credit cards. This is independent on, from the private sector. You're on the banking committee. I know you're following this. Uh, what's your take on this? I just talked to Jamie Dimon about it today because, of course, he's the, he's the head of uh, Chase. Chase, uh, exactly. And... Um, and of course, what will happen after the credit card companies do this is that there'll be an expectation that the banks do as well. And I think it's a couple of things. One, it is it's a start of a, some sort of a registry. Second, it's a gun registry. A gun registry. I, I, and let's just to remind people, guns are legal and constitutionally protected in this country, and they don't. They should not be treated differently than other legal commerce beyond, you know, the the sort of the norms of, if you will. And so. No, I'm very concerned about it, and I'm disappointed. In fact, I'm meeting with Al Kelly tomorrow, the CEO of Visa. He'll be in my office tomorrow, and I'm going to talk to him about this. And um, it bothers me that these big companies that benefit so tremendously from our freedoms, from our capitalism, from our commerce. Talking about the credit card companies. I'm talking about the credit card companies, the financial institutions. They benefit a great deal. And then, and then, even without regulation, they go and and sort of follow these impulses, these impulses of of the of the left, and um, 
And the result is, of course, a reduction in people's personal liberties. And that's one of the personal liberties, of course, is in the Second Amendment, which guarantees the right to bear arms and that the government won't infringe upon that and that guarantee. And so, so yeah, I find it quite offensive and my constituents certainly find it quite offensive. And so I'll be challenging um, Mr. Kelly about that tomorrow, as well as the CEOs of the other of the other credit card companies. And, and I'll do, be doing everything I can on the banking committee to prevent that from any further erosion of those rights going into the banking industry as well. This also comes, and I know you know this, right. Senator Warren was writing a letter to right. these credit card companies to ask them exactly right. to do this. Did, did you all just hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 further. no. No, no, no. Did you all just hear what he said? Hmm. Okay. Let me, let me take you back just a little bit here. Okay. Because this is craziness right here. I can't believe he just said this. Okay. I want you to listen to what's going on in the background. Listen to the words, but I want you to listen to what's going on in the background while he's saying this. Because this absolutely blows my ever-living fucking mind. Maybe you all will lose it too when you hear this. Just listen. Um, and the result is, of course, a reduction in people's personal liberties. And that's one of the personal liberties, of course, is in the Second Amendment, which guarantees the right to bear arms and that the government won't infringe upon that and that guarantee. And so now look what's going on behind him. Yeah. What is he talking about? Uh, infringing on the right to bear arms as they're all going through metal detectors. <laughs> Thank you. Does anybody else not like absolutely what the fuck is your problem? You're going to say that in front of that is your backdrop. Yeah. Have you absolutely lost your fucking mind? Yeah. That is a direct infringement on our Second Amendment right, right there over his shoulder. And yet he is talking about infringements on our Second Amendment right. You know, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene just walk around the metal detectors every day because they carry every day. I would. Lauren Bobert's like, I'm a five foot nothing girl walking through DC, which is one of the most dangerous places in the country. You're damn skippy. I'm going to carry. Whole, I, I, yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't take people who do that. Seriously. I, I really can't because I want to say it's set up, but then I wonder if it really is. Are they that blind? Are they that tone deaf to what they are saying in front of the places they are saying it? I, I have to wonder, but I agree with what he said, though. This is why the digital dollar is a really bad idea. This came out of the Foundation for Economic Education. These are liberals saying it. Let me say that again, slower, so that the liberals hear me talking, because I know they love to jump in here and add to our colorful streams. Liberals, this is what liberals are saying. Liberals are saying why a digital dollar is a really bad idea. Written September 13th by Brad Palumbo. A wide Spread embrace of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have left the government bureaucrats feeling left out. 
In a bid to get action, many governments have floated the idea of a central bank or digital currency or a CBDC, a.k.a. government-issued cryptocurrency using blockchain technology. President Biden has directed federal government to explore this idea, and reporting suggests that President Biden may soon press forward with ever efforts to create a so-called digital dollar. The U.S. Treasury, the U.S. Treasury Department, will advise the federal government how to press forward on to work through a digital dollar. Though it should take a final step if the sign-off the government is created in tokens for national interest which I find interesting national interest with a government token. Now are we writing our debts in tokens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. At first glance, government getting uh, in on the crypto craze might sound fun, novel or harmless, but an actual cause for serious alarm. The central bank and digital currency would have none of the benefits of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and serious drawbacks. Think about it. They would watch every dollar you spend. Absolutely. They are they already watch everything you spend over 600. Folks. Seriously. Think about this. This is stupid. Well, there are finally some members of Congress that are speaking out and they just all they do is talk. All they do is talk. But go ahead and and play this. And again, this is a little bit longer because I'm, but it's well worth listening to. Yes, apparently. FBI agents have told me from different places in the country that I've talked to, um, you know, what Director Christopher Wray keeps telling us constantly is nothing about being honest. Be truthful about everything you say and do. But his big line, they tell me, is protect the FBI brand. And they make clear, they say he makes clear and they follow up by their actions making it clear that if there's somebody in the FBI doing something wrong, you better not report it to anyone but your supervisor. And then, I'm not going to get into some of these because I haven't had an opportunity to properly go through them to exclude identifying information, but those that complain to their supervisors that have I've seen the complaints, they're retaliated against. So it becomes very clear to honest, honorable law enforcement people working at the FBI, at least many of them, that when Christopher Ray says protect the FBI brand, he means don't you dare report anybody anywhere except your supervisor and that way we can get rid of you we can make your life miserable we can get you out of the fbi so it's only people who won't complain about lies dishonesty corruption because the message seems pretty clear 
We want people that will help us convict the people we want convicted, whether they're guilty or not. So I'm not going to get into all of the complaints that have been provided to me, the information, but I want to concentrate on one issue since Marlago, the raid there by the FBI, again, they jumped the gun. Never, ever before has a former president had the residents raided. And it's very clear that with Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland, here's the deal. If it's a supporter of President Trump, let's go after them, make their lives a living hell. Let's send the message out far and wide. You better back off supporting that guy, that former president, Donald Trump, or we'll come after you. We will come after your friends. And instead of doing what was done with people working with Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, who were given immunity agreements that would even include stuff like, um, we just want to see your laptop. And here's the deal we'll make with you. Instead of getting a search warrant, grabbing the laptop of Hillary Clinton assistance, uh, they made a deal. We just want to look at your laptop, and here's our deal. We will not use anything we find in the laptop against Secretary Clinton, against you, against anybody. Uh, we just need to see what's there. That's all we're going to do. We're not going to copy it or anything. Um, and we promise we won't prosecute you. I have never, ever seen a deal like that. Who would make that kind of deal except corrupt people in the Department of Justice and the FBI? Because what you do if you're law enforcement, you get the warrant, you seize the laptop, and if there's evidence of crime on there, as you believe there is, then that can be used to prosecute the people instead of giving them an immunity agreement that you'll not come after them at all. There were incredible deals made to protect Secretary Clinton and to protect the people that worked for her and to make sure they had no reason to testify against their boss. Because he typically, law enforcement all over the country, all over the world knows, if you're going to make a case against somebody at the top, whether it's the mob, whether it's a State Department, wherever, you make a case against people below and you say, okay, here's you know, 20 violations, you're looking at five years, you're looking at 100 years, but we'll make a deal, we'll only pursue this charge 
that carries two year sentence if you will help us on the people above you and you work your way up the food chain. That's the way great prosecutions have occurred against mob organizations, and it works the same way with any organization, except that the DOJ and the FBI chose to treat conservatives, chose to treat all of uh, Donald Trump's friends, people that might have information against him, they were all treated very differently because there are two types of justice. Justice is no longer wearing a blindfold in Washington, D.C. And from some of the complaints I've seen, I used to think the problem was here at the national headquarters, but apparently it's not just the field office or the headquarters here because there has been so much corruption, it's spread over the country. Why did I play that? Sure. If they put I'll in, bite. if they put in a digital dollar, dollar, yep. Who do you think they're going to be tracking the purchases of? All of us. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to pay particular attention to? All the Trump supporters. All the Trump supporters. All so the conservatives. if you buy anything that says pro-Trump on it. your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. You, you go, you shop at MyPillow, use promo code DEFIANT. You're going to be added to a list. There you go. All right. I'm just saying. We got to get to this, though. Okay. Because we've not gotten to this. We haven't. And this is kind of funny. This is kind of funny. One more reason. You probably might want to start eating at a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Just, just say, enjoy this. All right. So the backstory on this is this dude tried to carjack a woman with her baby in the car and a Chick-fil-A worker, the guy with the, the, was he a guy on, or a female? A guy. Because I thought went and tackled she him. went and tackled him. Maybe. And she like wrapped him up in a fucking like. No, that that's the, a bear strangling chokehold. Dude, they knocked this guy on his ass, and there's the the baby. Yeah, that's a. I think this is a female. Oh, okay, it wasn't the same baby. Yeah, flying bear arm. That Ooh, was that I, dude. What we read, I've heard different things. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, wow, that's just like another reason why our country is going absolutely fucking backwards and upside down. And holy shit, yeah, fuck is wrong with us. Holy shit! All right, play um play uh that one, Alex Stein. All right. So um. Before we get out of here, you Some know, AS Alex Stein's always good for a fun joke. So he, uh, he went and confronted Eric Swalwell. Yeah. About? You know. Fang Fang? Yeah. Fang Fang. Eric, 
Is this Fang Fang the Chinese spy, Eric? Remember when you slept with that Chinese spy, Eric? Why don't you ever talk about that, Fang Fang? Remember you're banging Fang Fang? Did she give you anal? People are saying that she gave you an insertion. Is that true? This is the guy's banging Chinese spies. Nobody investigates you, Eric. Why is that? Nobody investigates this guy banging Chinese spies like it's no big deal. Hey, Eric! Eric Swalwell called the Capitol Police on him. <laughs> Eric! Eric! Oh, hey, you banging Fang Fang? Is that Fang Fang? What happened to Fang Fang? No. Poor Fang Fang. Fang Fang got traded out, upgraded. Hmm. Me and Eric had, had a two and a half some with dragon, <laughs> dragon lips. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Sparky coming in for the win. The win. Didn't something happen with Don Lamont? Don Lamont. Don he get, Lamont like, uh, got demoted. He got demoted. He's, he got dropped he's doing to the, the B morning team. show. What? Yep. What? Mm -hmm. He says it wasn't a demotion. He says it's a promotion. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. United States of America, God's sake. Uh, Don Lamont, he got a demotion. He's now batting for the other side. I was presented with an opportunity that I can't pass up at this network. And we have a new boss who um, is a morning show impresario. And he wants a morning show that will kick off the editorial direction of the network every single day. And I am honored that he asked me to do it. And for all of those who are out there saying, oh, he moved me and without my... He asked me and I said, yes, I could have said, no, this is my show. I have a contract for this show. I decided that I would take him up on that and take this journey with him. So this is not someone moving me. And by the way, this is not someone saying you must move to the right Don Lemon. You must not be so um, give so much of your perspective. None of that has happened. All of that is fodder for Twitter, which is not real. So stop it. I was not demoted. Oh, None that of means, that. that this is an opportunity. This happened. is a promotion. This okay, is, hold this on. Is, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that means all of that has happened. That's exactly That's what exactly that That's exactly what happened. He dropped directly to his hands and knees and was like, <laughs> That's exactly what happened, Don. Don't lie to us. Fuck, dude, you were down there. You were fucking licking the taint before you even knew it, didn't you, Don? I mean, who who watches CNN in the mornings and who watches CNN anyway? God bless, Don. Wow. That just makes me good. Anyway, all right. So stupid. Fun. Well, let's get out of here because we're... Uh, yeah, we got another show. We got another, we're going show. another show. Where are we going? Because everybody's asking. I posted asking, it in the Telegram and I posted it in in the uh, the Twitch chat. Um, I'll what let about you guys know when it's out, but you can Chuck, find it at uh, Chuck the, needs it on uh, My Third Eye podcast. Okay, look, just hold look on. up the My Third Eye podcast because all of his shows come out there. Let me type it in here for Chuck because mm -hmm. I want to make sure that Chuck's got it. Crazy Chuck. Okay. Crazy. My. It, it's not live Jaquendo Master, but it um, third eye. What? My third eye podcast. Wherever you find podcasts, wherever you. The first hour is free. Um, the second hour is uh, you get through his Patreon. Link to Patreon in the Telegram chat. 
And he said, thank you fuckers for all your support. I, I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, link to Patreon. In what? In the Telegram chat. I have no idea if I spelled that right. I don't care. You know what I'm saying. Link to Patreon Telegram. Go there you go. All right. So either way. Yeah. Um, so check us out over there. Uh, again, it's pre-recorded, so you'll check us out probably in a couple of days. Yeah. But I'm um, thinking probably DEF CON 5 should be coming out. Tonight at some point. Yeah. So I'll I'll post that in the Telegram chat too. Or you can look it up uh, at American Media Periscope. Um, at uh, on Rumble, that's where I find it. Which apparently we're going to have a meeting with them next week. So we are. Yeah. Well, you leave on that's Wednesday, so it better be Monday or Tuesday. That's what I said. So okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so go check out uh, DefCon Five on American Media Periscope because Mick was on that tonight, and then we will post a link for the uh, My Third Eye show when it comes out. I Correct. think it's probably coming out Monday. Um. Don't forget to tune in Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern for our Kovax part two. Part two. Yeah. yeah part okay. Yeah. Part two. Uh, when we go through, the we numbers. Did get, we're going to get deep in the numbers, deep in the numbers and the statistics. And we're going to put it all together and present it in a way at, at globally um, or across the world, however you want to say it. Um, across the world. Across better. the world. Better, that, better, uh, better verbiage. That you, you may not. Um, even have, put two and two together. Before, so, yeah. We have a lot. There's a lot there, too. Um, it, it'll be... Uh, it, it'll, be it, it'll probably be three, four hours. It's going to be close to four hours, probably. Yeah. So just be prepared. Yeah. Um, other than that, we will be back uh, for the next Patriot Party podcast will be Monday. Monday at 6 p.m. Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, yep. Like, share, subscribe. Um care less about the like and share but if you subscribe that'd be awesome yeah share yeah share too because maybe we'll get another one there so share and um don't care about the likes so that being said (laughs) you're silly uh liana if you look on instagram there there was a little bit of mick porn posted there on instagram yes I, the, the link I posted to the show on Instagram what, for tonight. What Mick what, Porn, what are, we Mick talking porn about, are we talking about? What are we talking about? Well, let's let's see let's see if I can find it. Um. <laughs> you can't even tell. <laughs> so Mick uh, Mick mowed the lawn today in a kilt, shirtless in a kilt. But I I was on Leanna's show. And I literally zoomed in and took a picture of him. You can see the camera. And through the window is Mick standing spread-legged in a kilt and socks and boots. Um, yeah. Hey, some days. You just see his ass in a kilt. It's quite hysterical. You do it because it's comfortable, all right? It's yeah. just comfortable. Yeah. Fuck it. It's comfortable. Anywho. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. So uh, till Monday. Till Monday. Well, till Sunday. 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 Okay. Either way. Yep. Till Sunday. Uh, we will uh, talk to you fuckers later uh, for the make. And Lynn. Have a good night, fuckers. Thanks for watching. I love my country. Love my freedom. Fuck the 
from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. You can't make it through the snakes, snares, and alligators, but once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my Second Amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need it. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out Okay You can fuck around and find out Looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare now. From the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry Ain't never too late To come around here, son Running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious.
Sirius DVD.